0: People, what's going on? It's your boy, J-Fax. Episode 1. Like I said from my trailer, I grew up in a very unique uh, place in South Philadelphia. But in South Philadelphia, there was a pocket called Grace Ferry, which is unique Because it's maybe seven blocks by seven blocks, mostly Caucasian, but surrounded by projects. And growing up, it seemed most of the people I was around from the neighborhood were sort of racist and things. But being myself, I wasn't because I grew up playing basketball at different parks, different neighborhoods. So I was around different people, black people, Puerto Rican people, whoever it was. So that was never an issue with me. I got along with everybody. I got along with everyone in the hood. That's another thing. Grace Ferry is a hood. So, growing up, everything was cool. I grew up playing basketball, hanging on the block. Now there's no one on the block. Back when I was growing up, there would be 60, 70 people on every corner. It was wild. But, um, but yeah, then you just start, you know, I mean, clicking up with certain individuals and, and things like that, and. Going into teenage years, you know, then you start getting into things. Our our situation, where I came from, was, of course, hustling, or robbing, or stealing, or you're on the other side, which was getting high and doing whatever you had to do to get high. So, I know every neighborhood, you know, the whole United States and the world probably had this same situation, but I was also, later on down the line, I had to get out the hood, and my only way to get out the hood at that point I thought was to join the military, so I feel like I was a lucky one because... I'm not in the hood, I went to the military, which for that moment, I never left that seven, eight block radius, never got on an airplane, never left Philly. So all this all happened like one day and the next day I'm in South Carolina, starting boot camp with 60 people or 60 guys that I don't even know coming from everywhere and I don't know I mean for me it was cool because they thought I was thorough I guess because the way we talk where I'm from the way we dress I mean it's not a front it's not an act we don't try to do what we do I mean it's natural Um, and from what I learned and seen it's from what my black friends told me in the army it was rare to see a dude like a white dude like that you know I'm saying not trying to be somebody they weren't so I mean I guess I I guess that was cool but getting back before that you know growing up you started getting into things and you know things like that like I said hustling was very a very huge thing in my neighborhood um, and then clicking up with certain groups of people because, like I said, everyone there was different corners and things like that, we didn't have gangs or nothing. So, you know, I ended up for some reason getting being best friends with probably the most nuttiest and craziest individual that lived in Grace Ferry at the time. I mean, he already did a couple bids. He'd been shot five, six times. I mean, everyone was thought this dude was bananas. And... I don't know. Me and him, at first, I thought it would be like oil and vinegar. But he would come down, see me, ball. And then afterwards, you know, I mean, we would start, you know, kick it, smoke a, a blunt, talk, bullshit. And the time progressed, I mean, we was inseparable, and the thing I respected most about that this kid is that, you know, he still was doing his thing, you know, getting in trouble, robbing cars, hustling, robbing people, all this type stuff, but when he was going to do that, he knew, you know, I, w- I was into some things, but I was into doing, you know, things like that, and, you know, he would tell me beforehand, or wait until I guess, you know, we were done hanging out or chilling or when we came back from the club or whatever, and then these things would transpire. So he never wouldn't ever come up and ask me, yo, you want to go with me on this lick or you want to go do this and that? Cause you just know I wasn't really about that. And I mean, it's crazy. We're still best friends to this day. And this was like 25, 30 years ago. But, um, yeah, so in the hood, I mean, you have all types of people, you know, you got the lames, you got the, you know, you, you got the people that look like, look fly, have money in their pocket. You got the dope heads. Um, it's crazy. It's like a a collective of every individual around but in some shape or form you especially around from everybody knows everybody everybody knows everybody's business everybody knows everyone's situation and you know we didn't treat the crackhead you know like I guess normally people would treat a crackhead I mean a crackhead I mean Cause at first the bull wasn't a, these people weren't crackheads, you know. I mean, we grew up with these these kids or or these females, so you know stuff just happens. And then, um, so they need a couple of dollars, we throw them a couple of dollars. You know, if they needed something to eat, whatever, whatever, whatever the situation was. And going through the high school, middle high, you know, high school in my neighborhood, we started going. I guess it would be the corner. It would have corner bars on every corner. Uh, probably around 17, and I know that price sounds a little crazy, but I mean it's just it, it it is what it is. So we'd be in there on the weekends and stuff like that. You know, we're drinking, smoking, you know, smoking weed, hustling, and that just progressed. We went from there. That got old after a while. And, again, I guess I said Philly, I mean, at one point they had a a hot ass, hot ass clubs all over. And if some people knew the right, other people, knew the right people, you know, working doors and stuff, we could get certain people in. I was one person that just knew a lot of people. So, you know, of course, I bring a couple of my homies, give the ball at the door a couple of dollars. You know, we were cool. So, I mean, um, yeah, so it wasn't like, you know, you turn 21, I'm having my first drink. By 21, shit, we done more than probably a 40-year-old dude had done. But um, it's just crazy because we, you know, right now, just looking back at it, I probably talked to maybe three or four guys that I grew up with out of 40 because they're either dead, in jail, or living with their parents still. At they you know, in their early or late 30s, early 40s. Me, I could that could never be me. I always was like, I'm gonna be out the crib, I'm not gonna be living on the streets, I'm gonna have my own car, my own crib. And that's what, you know, I got all them things. Um, But yeah, that was, uh, that's the, you know, kind of the the gist of where I came from. I'm going to start getting into... Story, certain stories about certain situations, but I just wanted to paint a little picture of my hood, of my neighborhood, Grace Ferry, and hopefully people, you know, what I'm saying they can relate and they want to hear more. And um, I appreciate whoever listens. A holla. <laughs>